Um, scientifically, it's been proven that we are now at about seven or eight seconds. That's it. That's all you got. It's seven or eight seconds to get a message across without losing the person's attention. So if we understand that our attention span is now being impacted and we know that it takes so much for us to walk away and be memorable, that it means in every single area of your business, you got to be able to bring in new ways, new thinking, new opportunities, connecting the dots with the macro trends, macroeconomic indicators of the things that are getting ready to happen in your industry and pair that up and combine that with the market needs. Because it is so important that when you open up your mouth within the first 10 or 15 seconds, that you're memorable. Hi, my friends, this is Therese, and you are locked in to Unicorn Unleashed. Hey, everyone, it's Therese, and boy, am I excited about this episode of my podcast as we are all taking this incredible journey Uh, as we move into a new season to disrupt, to reimagine, to reinvent ourselves, to unleash a greater impact in this world. And we'll dive deeper in my book along this journey. And I think that, you know, as I've been out on the road with the book, talking to so many of you, it has really been eye-opening that we are really in a season where uniqueness and differentiation simply stands out and screams so much louder than the noise that's around us. And when we think about where our minds are all the time, where we spend most of our time in our mobile, in our phone, in digital, on social media, you know, it's harder now to be able to get your message across. It's much more difficult for people, you know, our attention span. Um, Scientifically, it's been proven that we are now at about seven or eight seconds. That's it. That's all you got. It's seven or eight seconds to get a message across without losing the person's attention. And so when I designed this book and developed the concept, my thinking was how is it that I can begin to share more broadly at scale. A lot of the guidance and the advice that I'm giving to so many who are ready to transform and move to new areas of their gifting, but literally don't know where to start. I work with so many startup businesses who are are trying to break out and disrupt in the season of economic downturn. How is it that they differentiate their business? And so that's what we're going to do here real-time coaching, for real-time situations, and for us to really begin to connect to one another, our situations and our circumstances, and move into new spaces that allow us to perform so much greater, so much higher than our own limited human potential. And that's what this is all about. 
And so it's interesting that they're, you know, we've been thinking, hey, what are the major things that are driving the need for us to differentiate our personal brand? Why is it that my business has to be differentiated? And I've been saying, you can't show up the way you used to. So if we understand that our attention span is now being impacted and we know that it takes so much for us to walk away and be memorable, that it means in every single area of your business, you got to be able to bring in new ways, new thinking, new opportunities, connecting the dots with the macro trends, macroeconomic indicators of the things that are getting ready to happen in your industry and pair that up and combine that with the market needs. Because it is so important that when you open up your mouth within the first 10 or 15 seconds, that you're memorable and you have to cultivate that. That's the journey we're on together. And I want you to be comfortable and get your pen, your pad, be ready to take not, lots of notes. Um, I'm old school, so I'm, I still write. <laughs> but many of you are probably digital. You absolutely can record this. And whether it is that your business needs to remain, remain relevant, whether it is that you have to disrupt yourself, and we'll talk about that, in fact, let's start there. I want us to start with some definitions because I think it's important to get level set when people talk about and state these terms, disrupt, unleash yourself. What does all this mean? So let's, let's get grounded in, in some definitions and talk through this. Disrupt means to interrupt. It means to alter a set of events. And what this means for us is that in order for us to get to a higher order of thinking, a higher level of thinking, many times we have to, to move ourselves out of the way and to disrupt our tradition, disrupt our habits, disrupt the things that we do every single day that are the same, because it's very difficult to get to new levels of thinking if we are burdened with old ways of thinking and behaving. So another definition is to drastically alter or destroy the structure. And I think many times we need to destroy everything that we think we know. Because many times our experience gets in the way of our ability to innovate over our lives and over our business. So disrupt is an area in, in my book, Becoming a Digital Unicorn, that we're actually going to, to really spend some time on. Another one is reimagine. So remember, we're disrupting ourselves. We're reimagining ourselves in a new light. And we are reinventing ourselves. So what does it mean to reimagine? It means to create or imagine a new identity. To think about or consider something in a new or creative way. To imagine or to conceive something in a new way. And so it is extremely important as we go through this journey together that we get an imagination. Many of us walk through this journey, and I'm not talking about a, a board with a bunch of images on it. 
once we are able to tap into something much greater that we have inside, it is very important that we imagine the times. So I'm going to give you an example. We are moving to what is deemed as the next generation web. So when we think about our world of Web 3.0, of what it means to be a blockchain-enabled society, decentralized society, what does that do and how does that impact our businesses? How does it impact our lives? What does it mean to be in the metaverse, having 3D and where you have avatars, where you're able to connect with people in virtual and augmented reality? And what does it mean that artificial intelligence is pervasive? throughout every single fabric of what we touch, our mobile, every area. And so if we know that this is the society that we're going to, why in the world do we wait to get to Web 3.0 before we imagine ourselves disrupting in the industry? So that I know if I sell clothes, I now am selling clothes to avatars who are already on Brave. Brave is a decentralized, an entire web world. And we should be trying and adopting what we call these decentralized applications, sitting on blockchain early and not waiting. So this is what it means to reimagine ourselves, but we have to do it in context of the times, which means that we have to understand the times. And finally, reinvent. This is my favorite one. To reinvent means to change something to where it's entirely new. Another definition says to take up a very different job or a very different way of life, to make drastic changes and improvements. And so all of these combined, the ability to disrupt, the ability to reimagine yourself in the new world, the ability to be able to, to reinvent yourself. And then finally, I talk about the word unleash. Oh, we're getting some good stuff here. And I really want you to get immersed in what this means for your business, for your career, and for your life. What does it mean to unleash? The formal definition means to release a restraint. For us, restraints mean our own human limit, limitations that we put on ourselves, our self-doubt, the things that we do that lack innovation. When we start a business and we keep the business the same the entire time, we don't look at ways that we can enhance the business to optimize, looking at the time, studying customers, changes in their behavior, their buyer habits, looking and listening at the things that they love and like and taking all of those signals and removing the barriers of innovation. For us to unlock something so much greater and say, I'm not going to stay with tradition. I'm not going to go back to experiences that I know and understood. I'm going to unleash. I'm going to remove the restraints, remove my limitations and move my business or my career to new levels. And that is what this is all about. So every podcast, we are going to make this real. We're going to do this real. I'm going to read all of the letters um, that have been poured out. I am so grateful to get emails, to get feedback from so many of you, texts, uh, for those of you who know me, and just continuously asking questions, getting coaching, all of my coaching. And we're just going to put this all out here. Kaylee in Seattle. 
I want to read to you what Kaylee wrote to me. And I want to test and see if many of you resonate. She says, things in my career were going well before the pandemic. I had a great job, a place I thought that I would become a leader, that I would grow. And all of that ended when I was laid off this year. A month later, a friend gave me a copy of your book, Becoming a Digital Unicorn. (laughs) And the book helped me to get over my anger and my pity. But what changed everything was two things you said during a coaching call that I had with you, which, by the way, I made you repeat multiple times so that I could make sure I wrote it down correctly. First, you said there is a difference between being employed and deployed. You said that being employed means that I could always get fired or laid off, but no one can ever fire me from my gifts, especially when I've deployed them to serve and empower others. And this is in my book as well, where I talk about the fact that we are going to go through changes and transformations. We can't help the way that companies are governed. If you're in corporation and you understand that for many large corporations, um, the shareholders drive everything, whether it's activists, investors drive the decisions that are made or investors that drive decisions that are made with startup organizations, whatever that is, you're not in control of circumstances when you are employed. When you run in a business and you've accepted investor funding, VC funding from investors, you're not always in control of the decisions that are made. And so it is critical that in every area of your being that you continue to cultivate the gifts that are inside of you. And that's what helps to differentiate you in these times that we're going to talk in a moment about why and how that is that your gifts and your purpose transcend the times. Because when your job runs out, if you've done a great job of cultivating your gifts and you go off and you could start consulting in the interim with another organization because they need the gifting that you have to offer. And this is why it is so important not to always invest so much time with outcomes that are important to others and not cultivating the things that are inside of you going further to take more classes, more courses, more certifications, getting online to understand what it means to be in an advanced technological society. What does it mean to understand the macro trends that are before us when inflation is rising, when all the things around us were experiencing the economic downturn? How do we begin to feed these things into the things that you understand about your life so that you can have a plan and a strategy for your gifts? that are relevant and memorable. The second thing she said is that you told me that the best time for me to succeed is during a crisis. Because when times are tough, we are forced to push beyond our own human limitations and traditional habits to unlock a deeper creative spirit that lies within each of us. And so what I meant for Kaylee is this, When she came to me, it was so easy for her to feel down. Uh, She had a couple of failed startups, businesses that didn't work out, so she had to go back uh, to corporate America. 
And what I have encouraged her and others to do is you count it all joy. You count it all as experiences. That if you had never shown up in that environment, what in the world would you not have learned? So you take each of these experiences as a journey. A marathon, an ultra marathon. It is not a quick race, my friends. And there's more to the letter, but I want us to, to start to put all this in context. And there are four things, four things that I want you to go off today from this podcast. And I want you to go do for yourselves. But before I do that, I wanted to read to you the, the page that really resonated with her about disrupt yourself before you disrupt it. And this is on page 21 in my book, Becoming a Digital Unicorn. And it says to disrupt yourself means trying something new that's never been done before challenging the status quo or questioning an established set of standards. You must be willing to quit the right stuff at the right time and know when to pivot. Unpredictable change and uncertain times present opportunities for you to pause, think deeply, to reset, and disrupt yourself, to change the rules of the game. Be prepared to alter the events in your career that are fading to breathe life in the new ones that will cause you to transcend the era of uncertainty. And you must be continually willing to evaluate ways to disrupt yourself before you get disrupted and left behind. My friends, this journey that we are all on post-pandemic it, is, it was actually the great reset for all of us. Many of us took the opportunity to say, well, how can we expand our business? Because we see that consumers need more. My customers are asking for more. And so I'm not just going to offer the same set of services that I was offering my customers before because I recognize an opportunity to propel them and elevate them in ways that are way more powerful. And so if I can go within myself, disrupt myself, innovate myself, then I can go and do the same for my business and I can go do the same for who I am employed by. If you are working in corporate America, because it is critical that in order for to us to show up in ways that are higher than our own ability and to be able to produce, I would say 200 more percent this is what it's going to take in order for you to differentiate yourself in such a competitive economy. So four things. You ready? I'm going to give you a moment. I'm going to give you a moment. You deserve a break. So I want you to breathe. Because you need to get this in your spirit and in your soul. We're competing so much, so much information. We're on information overload. Our cognitive ability to be able to continue to pour information in, sometimes we have to breathe and let it out. Because the cognitive load is so heavy. So I'm going to give you four things, simple things to go start. It is a lot. Remember, it's a journey. Number one, 
fire yourself. I got this advice this year. Here I am running around, write a book. I'm leading a large book of business at a, at a large organization, innovating for startup companies, doing all of these great things. And my spiritual advisor said, it's time for you to fire yourself. Just like Jerry Jones did from the Cowboys after they won. Fire yourself. And I'm saying, okay, what does this mean? And I found myself giving the same advice because when I went and fired myself, here's what happened. I fired my arrogance. I fired my ego. I fired my self-doubt. Because there is a time when you can have both existing in the same place. I fired my imposter syndrome. Where I show up to places and wonder, because everybody is not accepting the things that I'm there to give, then I start to self-doubt and wonder why I'm there. Because I'm not good enough. I fired that too. You see, now I got what my spiritual advisor, Dr. Jones, Glenn Jones, was saying to me. Because the moment that I removed everything around me and about me that was all about me, I could lower myself to a place of humility that bring about more empathy and see things that I couldn't see before because I was in my own way. I couldn't even grow. I couldn't expand. I couldn't elevate because my human limitation said I, I was at the top of my game. And that's dangerous because there's always more in a society that's moving so fast, faster than we can technologically keep up with. There's so much more for us to do and to achieve. And so, yeah, Therese had to fire herself. And that's the guidance I gave Kaylee. I said, Kaylee, you have to fire yourself because all of this that you are dragging yourself down, you're telling yourself the things you can't do, what you can't achieve, we're not having that. You got to go so that the new you can emerge. That's the key. The new you has to emerge. The you that is humble, that is gracious, that is kind to yourself, forgiving for your mistakes, that, that literally fails. And it's okay to fail because you've given yourself permission to not succeed. So all of those things, you've given yourself an opportunity to take away the self-pity, self-doubt, and replace all of that with a new mindset. And that's the second thing. In my book, uh, actually, let's read it on page 53. I, the second thing I said is after you fire yourself, you reset that mindset. <laughs> Get rid of all that stuff that, that doesn't belong. Let's, let's just take a minute and read so on page 53, I write, the beginning of your personal transformation starts with your mindset. You must see in yourself what others don't. Your mind is your thought center, and it holds the key to your personal transformation. Your mindset is a mental frame that selectively organizes and translates information, positioning each of us toward a unique way of understanding experiences. 
This is why it is so important to reset your mindset and get rid of the things that shouldn't be there, you know. And so this year, the most, one of the most, you know, the biggest questions that I've been asked is this whole notion of what I mean when I talk about put your, put your mind in VIP status. Meaning, when you, I'm going to liken it this way. Have any of you think back when you've been treated as VIP, whether it's been, you know, at football stadium, you got a chance to go into the VIP seats way up in the box. You could, you know, you had to be invited, right? You need an invitation. Or when you're VIP, if you go into a concert, they have the rope. <laughs> and in the rope, you walk up and you don't have an invitation. You're not on an invite list. What happens? You got to go back out there and stand in line with everybody else, don't you? And then there's this long line of all these people. I want to get in. I want to get in. And the people that are invited in VIP, what do they do? They walk straight on through. That's how we need to treat our mind, right? Here we are, our minds, we've elevated our minds. Our minds are VIP, and that's the resetting that we have to do. Negativity comes along. Oh, you don't have an invitation. Self-doubt comes along. Oh, I don't remember giving you an invitation. Self-doubt. Go stand in line. Posture syndrome. You're here? Imposter syndrome, I didn't invite you. Where'd you come from? Because you don't have an invitation, but you can go stand in line. What am I doing? Fight, flight, or freeze. Listen, the more you fight the things that are in your mind, the, the negativity, we're, we're, you know, if you, if you really start to decompartmentalize everything that happens in your brain and start to understand your brain and the makeup of your brain, we're wired for negative bias. You know, if you think about the mornings that you get up, you have to literally force yourself to be positive for the day. And those neurons, it's like an adrenaline rush. Negative neurons feeds on negative neurons. And so our brains are like, Wee, yay, we got her negative and she's depressed and mental health and all those things that we go through. And then the more we fight, the worse it gets because, again, the more you fight, the more the adrenaline, the more the negativity, the more the neurons trigger more negative neurons. And before you know it, you're fighting what? And not winning. So when you put your mind in VIP and you tell everybody, go stand in line, they're holding their little sign. You're like, oh, it's chilly outside, huh? You want a cup of coffee? Self-doubt? Because you're welcoming. Now, all of you watch me work because you're telling it with confidence and boldness. You have no authority over my life. You're standing outside. I have a VIP mind where anyone is welcome that has positive energy. That's making sure they help me propel to my next level. That tells me I am great. I am an innovator. I know that I can do all things if I just put my mind to it. And so all of you, that's who's in my that's who's in my, my VIP seat. That's who's in my, my box. Fight or flight. And then some people run from, from all this and you run and 
hide and shut yourself off from the world. Fight, flight, freeze. None of them work. Put your mind in VIP. And that way, guess what? Self-doubt, negativity, self-pity, all the things because I've lost my job. I'm laid off. My business is not going well. Watch me work. I'm going to try something new, try something different. I'm going to disrupt because obviously what I'm doing isn't meeting the needs of the market. So I'm going to do something new, do something different. I'm going to disrupt. I'm going to reimagine my, my new world. I'm going to write it down, get it documented. I'm going to understand the macroeconomic events. I'm going to blend that in and connect the dots with the market need. I'm going to look at consumer behavior changes, and I'm going to map that back to my unique gifts and my purpose for being on this earth. And then I'm going to walk back out, show you all who I am. Now watch me work. I'm not going anywhere. And freeze. Some of us freeze. Freeze means you do nothing and you suffer. We're going to get more into that because that's a, that's a whole session all by itself. We got to deal with our minds, people. Put your mind in VIP. That was my second piece of advice and guidance. And that's number two, number three. And this is uh, in my book as well. Deep think and meditate on your gifting. You need to understand your power. Listen. Many of us will go back and we go and look at the list of all of our past accomplishments. And we look at our resume. Our resume is one dimensional. We look at our business plan. Our business plan is two, maybe one and a half dimensional. We've got to go to a secret place a place of quiet, a place of peace, because what happens is we could be doing all the good stuff and good things are a distraction to our purpose and our gifts. We got to quit being busy at some point and take one day, shut the world off. Now stillness is going to bother you. But it's stillness with a purpose. You go back and you think about the last five years, places that you've shown up and you sit down and you look at your text. You look at your email. Every place a person has told you, thank you. Every place a person has told you, if you hadn't shown up, I couldn't have done this. Without you, I couldn't have done X, Y, Z. What you've got to do is the first place is go into a place by yourself and reintroduce yourself to you. We get these compliments and we, we just downplay them. You better count it because it shapes your impact. And so you've got to sit down and look at the spaces that you've walked in and said that if you didn't show up in this space, what wouldn't have happened? You can't do that unless it's quiet, people. And unless you think, and I know we have kids, we have families, guess what? Everybody going to quiet time. You have to architect peace and stillness it has to be architected. Now, you with me? My friends, we're going to do these things together. But I want you over, the, over this next maybe two months, find one day. For me, especially when I was writing the book, I, I would go literally to a hotel for one day and shut the curtains, it, you know, the, the blackouts and 
Now, I tried it twice. The first two times didn't work out. I found myself eating ice cream, watching TV. Okay. But after the third time, because I had this issue with quiet and peace. I'm like, oh my gosh, yippee, I'm free. No. You need to reintroduce yourself to you. So it has to be purposeful time spent. So you write down what would have happened, you know, what things wouldn't have happened if you hadn't shown up. And the second thing you do from the compliments to get a shape of who you are is you've got to go study the times. You got to deeply go and spend four or five hours. I do more of researching things like, let's say you're in the media industry. You need to go understand how artificial intelligence is impacting the media industry. If you're in real estate, you need to go understand how blockchain and web 3.0 is going to impact that industry. The goal, and if it's you're in some other industry, you got to go look at the macro trends. You know, in fact, this morning, I went and looked up the top 10 strategic technology trends from Gartner because you need to understand how these trends are going to impact your industry. The other really cool thing is Deloitte every year, like for 2023, every year I look a year ahead. We're in 2022. So I'm already looking ahead in 2023. And Deloitte is one company that will go and you could just go search Deloitte. I'm going to Google macro trends or industry trends for 2023. For most industries, they will run down all of the things that you need to understand about your customers, about the buying behaviors or the behaviors overall, cultures, global, um, the global macro trends. So you got to go deep. Let me tell you why. And a secret. Because when you match your abilities and the things that you've shown up, problems you've shown up to solve, and then you go look at the upcoming problems there are, and then you match the two together, you need to deep think on your new place and solving a new set of problems. And you can't do that with noise. So that should be your first project is to say in your industry, going into 2023, what are the macro trends? What are the micro trends? What are the technological trends? And what are the headwinds? What are the things that you're going to face that are going to be obstacles to making revenue or obstacles for you to be able to get that new role, that new job? And I want you to start there. Deal? I love to uh, know, actually, in the comments, uh, this is all on YouTube. So in the comments, I'd love for you all to comment um, and, and really kind of help us, you know, bring all this together to understanding uh, what you're thinking when you come out of your meditation. The final thing is, and actually this works out because I, I said, you know, it's immerse yourself in disruptive research. Guess what? We're already talking about that. First, I made it all about you discovering more about you. And not just what you do, but how it is that you impact people when you show up in spaces and how have you done that in a trend over the last five years. Then I asked you to go look at the macro micro trends. Well, that's what number four is saying. Number four is all about immersing yourself in deep research. It is critical because many of us get up and we go and start the new year or we start, listen, I am a serial disruptor. I believe in letting some stuff go. 
And now that I'm on this kick of firing myself, I'm like, oh, okay, we need to do that every six months. Because I do tend to forget the power of going deeply inside and pulling out and allowing new opportunities, new things to emerge from me. And I can't do that with my own human limitations. So uncovering macro trends that are shaping your industry, understanding the disruptive events that are happening in your industry. And all you do is go to Google and say, hey, Google, I'm in, I have a small business. Here's the industry that I'm in. I'm in government. And I want to know all the disruptive trends. Hey, Google, I'm in media and entertainment. I want to know all the disruptive trends in media and entertainment. What are the future disruptive trends? It's a simple search. It's going to come up with so much information. I want you to do that for your industry. And then I want you to understand the competitors in your industry. Not from the lens that you would normally do for a business plan but from a lens of what are the trends of how they've evolved their business? What are the new entrants doing to go off? If you're in a startup market, how are they getting their VC funding? You need to look at every single area. How are they servicing their customers? How are they making things more more easy for their customers? And once you do these things, two things will come out and we're going to wrap up here. This is where, Kaylee, at the end of her email, said the two things that came out for her, but this is for all of you as well. Number one, your new blueprint. Your new blueprint to show up in the marketplace reinvented. You have a new language, a new way of speaking. It's not that, hey, yeah, my name is Therese and I'm in software engineering and Everybody, I have a degree, I have an MBA. Well, that sounds like hundreds of other people that are out there. I liken it to someone that I've met recently who said, I have a studio. But based on what I see my customers need, based on the fact that I want to empower their world even more, I'm going to extend my studio. He imagined another part of his current location, his existing space, and reimagine that existing space, servicing new needs of customers to help them achieve more in the marketplace. And that person knows who I'm talking about. And that's what it's all about. She went, leveraged all the things from the book, the coaching, had our new interview, And what separated and differentiated her is all of the experiences. She started out in, you know, I I said, you even bring your waitress experience in. You don't leave anything out. You literally service customers. You anticipated their needs. You delighted them with menu options and you had an opportunity to connect with them. Guess what? We need that in today's world of personalization, of being able to personalize experiences for customers. And now you understand all of that. So it's about taking, remember I told you, go in your secret place. It's about taking all of those things and reimagining the new you 
so that you can reinvent yourself after you've disrupted yourself. And now you're uniquely unleashing capabilities in the marketplace that are relevant and memorable and differentiated. Unicorn Unleashed. Thank you all for joining me today. This has been amazing. You're all amazing. I'll see you soon, my friends. Thank you.